All right. All right, all right. We back. We back and ready to rumble. Let's Are get ready, you to, ready rumble. to rumble. Ready to rumble. Okay. All right. Stop it. So Obviously, we are drinking today because we just got done cleaning the whole damn house. Woo! Yeah, so there's a lot of changes coming in our life soon. So we were just deep cleaning the house and getting rid of like a lot of stuff. Honestly, in the year that we have lived here... We really haven't collected a lot of shit, but no, like... No, we live very minimally like nomads, I feel like, because we're always... Well, What's next? We don't know. Well, also, it's much easier to live with your life if you have minimalistic things. Like, so if you live a minimalistic life, you're known to have less stress, less anxiety, like, and because you don't have to keep up with it all the time. And trust me, it's... I'm bred the complete opposite. Like, it is in me to be a hoarder of everything. Both my grandfathers... Yeah. like nightmare right when we had to go through all their stuff after they passed yeah. oh and i'm like i will never be like this yeah and like thank you for like always holding me accountable to that because like even like my tools and like the stuff out in the garage you oh, know we before how, we moved here how many times have we done like a purge of just yes and like in arizona i was like josh you are yeah please turn that up thank you turn the fan up um in Arizona, I was like, you need to get rid. You have like four wrench sets. I'm like, pick the best one. And yep. you're going with that. Yep. Because I was like, I'm not moving this shit over and over and over again. Because we we do. We live nomad lives. And I, I, don't, I don't mind it. A lot of people think maybe we're crazy. But like, I really don't care. Because... I mean, I live, we live our life for us. Exactly. And I hope everyone that's listening gets to that point of like, stop making decisions for everyone else. Stop making, like, we could easily move back to Pennsylvania. Okay. Because everyone wants us back there. But Pennsylvania doesn't want us back there. (laughs) Well, yeah. Pennsylvania. (laughs) And I don't want Pennsylvania back in my life. I'm sorry. Like, it's Proud to be from there, but I'm hell not, yeah. But I'm not going back. Yes, I like I love it there, but um, I can't see myself living there anymore. Right, there's bigger and better things out there. Yeah, but and I, um, I think people lose sight of that too. Is yeah, you know, they know what they know, and mm-hmm. like I used to fault people for it. I used to be like, oh, you're so closed-minded. Oh, you're simple-minded. Like no. there's so much more to this world. And then I started to realize, hey. It's not for everybody. Yep. And you know what? If they're happy, who's the fault then? Right? If they're being the best version of themselves, they're having a family, being a best husband, you know, a father, that kind of thing, and they're, you know, keeping food on the table and roof over their head. Yeah. Heck, you know, okay. But we try to talk to the people that want and feel that ambition to strive a little bit more. Yeah. You know, and we're here to kind of cheerlead for them because everyone, you know, not everybody is complacent. Mm-hmm. Some people just have that itch or that burning desire deep down. You might need Vagisil, but also, oh my god, <laughs> you know, you <laughs> might, you might. You went there. Yeah, it's funny. You might want more Not. in life, you know, but you're kind of lost, yeah. or you're in this constant fear of, am I going to be judged? What am I? What's my family going to say? What's my friends going to say? Yeah. Are they going to think I'm crazy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. You're going to have some awkward conversations, 
and you might not have all the answers, but you know, deep down, you're being called to do something or to change something. Mm-hmm. Sorry, we're, just, we're looking at our dog that just went for a walk and you would have thought he ran a marathon. <laughs> He's part pug, like homeboy is just chunky monkey. Hi, buddy. But he also does not know the idea of pacing himself. No, it's either. Well, it's I think on he, or off. I think he gets that from us. It's on or like on his walks, he's yeah. either stopped to pee on something and or he's off and it's like, yeah. you know what I mean? Uh-huh. I'm like, bro, you ha- you can have a medium yeah. speed. Nope. Yeah. It's either low or high. There's right. no medium on this one. My gosh. I mean, I got it. I'm modulate I'm... the throttle, homie. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Are you serious or he doesn't know what that means. And both. Oh, modulate. Like there's an in between, you know, oh. when you're on the, when you're driving a car, you don't go. Wait, you, you do. <laughs> you don't go straight to the gas, to the floor. Yeah, you do. To the woods, huh? Isn't that suppo- you're supposed to test out the car? Right, right. Feel that turbo boost. Yeah. Or lag, as I say. Yeah, my car lags. I have to, like, <sighs> That's in the mapping it. of the throttle pedal. It's garbage. And honestly, like, I cannot wait to get rid of my car. Like, I'm <sighs> counting down the days until we sell that thing. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, doesn't drive like a Porsche. No. So I'm going to get rid of it. And as soon as we move, hmm. what are we? Oh, we are. Wow. Just out there. Um, as soon as that all happens, I am not getting another, I'm going to bash on it. I'm never getting a Volkswagen ever again. <laughs> like you're not, you're not hipster enough to drive a Volkswagen. I'm not. And like, it's the, it's the Taos and like, I love Toto. I named him and everything. He looks good, okay? But when you want to gun it, especially in South Carolina around like roundabouts and like everyone doesn't know how to drive here. It doesn't it got get no, it Yeah, it got no oomph. And I don't want to bash on Volkswagen because it might just be this car because from model to model it can vary. Like an R32 yeah. or, yeah, yeah, an R32 Jetta. They're pretty badass. Or VR6. Okay. Like they're awesome. Or GTIs. Okay. But okay. this economy grade, yeah. you know, it's like not an, it's, well, it's a UT, a US, U, what the hell do they call it? This is a car podcast, but. It's a crossover. It's not a full <laughs> SUV and it's not a full sedan. Well, and also too, like I got it because I wanted like an SUV when we were going to have a child. But now I'm like, I need something small. Like, I don't care if it's two door. Like, I don't need it. It's Miata like, life. Miata or a Mini, Mini Cooper or a Porsche. Like, Ooh, that's, that's what I'm going to get into because I don't need this space. It's such an American thing of like, I need more. Bigger is better. Bigger Look at- in some ways, yes. But like, bigger is better with like everything. Because, okay, you- let's be real. I just vibrated that mic. Okay. Let's be real here. So when we move, we are downsizing our house. Massively. Not massively, by like 500 square feet. Okay. That's some people's apartments in New York City. Okay. (laughs) That's so true for like three grand a month. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's got a view though. We're downsizing we're downsizing cars but like you look at the american dream and it's like i'm gonna have this big truck i'm gonna have this big suv the tahoes that we see listen you have you have one kid you have to drive a school bus it's you know how does anyone else in the world survive i don't understand 
why everyone needs those things. And it's very like a gluttonous thing of American culture. You know why? Status. We were ingrained to think that materialistic things in excess or proportion shows a status. Hey, I'm doing well. So you go and buy the McMansion, i.e. this house. Right. Yeah. You go and get the suburban. You then have to drive your F two fifty because you tow maybe twice a year your you know boat that you pay on or your camper that you pay to have in storage and you use it twice a year. So you have to have the diesel F two fifty to yeah. tow it, right? And so it's just all these things you just look at of where you're. It, it, it's you're, excuse my French, but you're like pissing in the wind, like you're just blowing money away yeah. for what. You know, could you fit a car seat in a smaller car? Yes. Heck yeah. You could. People people have done it before. Where do you put the stroller? Where do you put the groceries? All that kind of stuff. Get a roof rack. I don't know. <laughs> but I've had this argument with people before and I don't have, we don't have kids. So, yeah. you know, I can't, but logically thinking, I'm like, wow, if you look at European countries, they live completely different, minimalistic, yes. smaller. I love that. But that's always been my mindset. Like, I just want like a small car. I don't really care. Yeah. Like for the longest time, I wanted Josh to like have a tiny house, like on the road and like be a true, true nomad. And he was like, could you, I can't do that. Now he's like, eh, it doesn't sound like a bad idea. Well, okay. So I feel like in life you have to experience things and know whether oh, yes. it's for you or not. Hands right? down. So life is full of these tests and these little things where you have to experience it. Cause people can tell me to their boo in the face that you're not going to like it or mm-hmm. that's not for you or you know all this kind of, and 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 you can take their opinions but until i form my own opinion exactly you know then i have lived it and i can feel strongly about which way i decide yeah so yeah i mean i drove a what 21 tundra for about four months yeah and then went to the smallest truck that's on the market right now well and then also too, like and love it when you were driving that big truck like you were driving a lot to work and that's when the gas prices just started to like slowly creep up yeah and you're like i don't need this no i'm like good because we we do not need I it at all re- i instantly regretted getting that yeah yeah <laughs> but with change and with life like you said you have to go through it in order to form your own opinion about things and really understand who you are and what you want Mm -hmm. like i think with everything that we have been through in the 33 almost 34 years we've been through a lot but I feel like we finally know who we are and the changes that we want to make are ultimately for our best self. Right. And I know like taking change is extremely hard. Okay. Let's just put that out there, but it's super inevitable. Like if you want a company to grow, you have to change with the market. And if you want yourself to grow, you have to change like what definition of insanity knocking on the same door expecting the same result you have to change and make the leap into something completely different that is so scary in order to grow into who you are actually supposed to be who god intended you to be yes and sometimes we can continually strive for something and 
it's a goal of ours. It's an ambition. Yeah. And we get there and you you obtain it. Yeah. And you go, oh boy, you're telling me for the past five years of my life, this is what I've been striving for and I finally get it. Are you speaking from experience? Yeah, a little bit. And I'll speak from mine. Like, wow, I don't. I thought I'd feel different yeah. once I got here, right? Like sense of accomplishment or, or you know, satisfaction. I, I don't, I still feel something, a void. You know, I'm, I'm not complete. I thought I'd be complete because maybe a paycheck or a salary or a title. Yeah. No, no, that void's still there. That's weird. Okay. Hmm. How do I feel about it? Like in my, since I've reached the pinnacle, quote unquote, of what I was striving for, are my days fulfilled? Do, do mm. I feel absolute bliss? No, no. I, if anything, I feel more stressed. I have more worries. I have more doubt. I feel more like the imposter syndrome, right? Like, oh man, I'm not qualified to do this. How did I get here? Like you start to doubt yourself even more. Um, and then it's a whole mind, you know, your mind starts to screw with you. Yeah. Sounds very familiar of right? me this week. And, you know, it, Change can be good. Change can be bad. Change can also be a learning lesson. Yeah. You know, and you can uproot yourself, move to somewhere and mm-hmm. be like, this is the new me. This is where I want to, you know, set, set roots and, and, and grow. And, but it could ultimately not work out and just be like, huh, okay. I thought this was going to be different. Yeah. And again, to go kind of faith-based on this whole idea, you know, it's your human mind wanting something and drawing out a storyline for yourself. Yes. And then our creator has something different and goes, huh, no, no, no. Uh-huh. This is not for you or this is, you know, I'm going to allow you to experience this. Yeah. But I'm going to always keep this seed deep inside your heart that this isn't for you. Mm-hmm. And then eventually you're going to give up and listen to me and, and make a change again. Yeah. You know, and I feel like sometimes we go down paths, not misled, but led down it to allow ourselves to learn from it. Yeah. And to be like, okay, this isn't what I want. Or, Mm -hmm. you know, this isn't the fame and the glory and everything that I thought would be at the finish line here. That wonderful title or career. Yeah. You know, look at everything else that I cherished and coveted so much mm-hmm. that I'm now giving up for this title. Yeah. And I don't even get to reap the benefits of the title or what comes with it because I'm so bogged down with all the new responsibilities and everything that comes along with it uh-huh. that give me my old life back because I was way happier, you know, and we've been dirt poor. We've also are in a, you know, financially blessed situation right now. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know which one we're happier in. Things are easier one way. Yeah. But there was some enjoyment kind of being in that middle road where, you know. Striving for more, but also like fighting. Right. But we also had a lot more time for one another where, you know, you do Ooh, things yeah. where money isn't always the answer to just spend time with one another. Mm-hmm. Like you don't need money to do that. No. Not right? at all. Mm-mm. And honestly, like I, I feel you and like everything that you just said for sure. And, um, I knew that I needed a change 
in my career. Yeah. Okay. Let's just put this out there though. Like on your gravestone, it's not going to be a title or a career or anything like that. Okay. It's going to be like every purpose that you have lived out in God's glory. Okay. So I always thought I would be X, Y, and Z, a manager or like whatever. Okay. I have been led down a different path Mm -hmm. and I'm so thankful for it. Like I never gave up on different promotions, but this time it's completely different. So I did get a a promotion and I'm very excited for it. Yeah. I know. I will be a business consultant. So basically everything that my master's is in and I actually get the, like not many people can say that they are actually using their education. So I'm super pumped about that, but I was in my current, I wouldn't say role, I department for about eight years. Mm-hmm. That's a long time. And like, yeah, I had different positions and stuff like that, but I was so just content. And at, like last year, I was so bored. And I knew like in my mind, I'm like, if I preach all this stuff about like, take the leap, like be relentless and like all this kind of stuff, why the heck am I not doing it? So I started like researching, like, what am I going to do? Because this is not, this is not for me. And I took the leap. And honestly, it is the scariest thing because I said this to Josh, I'm an expert at what I do now. And now that I'm taking the leap into something different, I'm now like the quote unquote newbie. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to have so many questions and like that in itself is completely scary, but I never gave up. It might've looked like I gave up a little bit here and there, but I think what I did in my mind was... I rewired it in different ways of like, okay, if I can't do this, what else can I do? And a lot of people like just give up and I'm Mm -hmm. like, I'm going to keep going until they're annoyed of me. And also too, like how else can I get the experience that I need in order to propel myself into something more and something greater? But the best part about this whole thing is that I started and said, your title is not on your gravestone. Okay. Someone asked me like, what, what would you do in five to 10 years? And I'm like, well, that's easy. Like whatever job that I am doing, I want to be helping other people. I want to be serving other people and making sure that like at the end of the day, Whatever I'm doing is super helpful for the other person I'm interacting with. And they're like, oh, well, that's interesting. It's not like a specific career. And I'm like, there's no career it's or title. It's literally God's purpose that he put in my life of I am a helper. To be a steward. How can I do that in my every day? Mm-hmm. So if I can do that in my nine to five, wonderful. I'm doing it with this podcast. Great. I'm doing it with my business, with Peak Driven. Amazing. Yeah. 
I think the lesson here is you were so continually knocking on the same door yes. that there was these doors opening up behind you that you never bothered to turn around and look at. Because I didn't think I was able to do the jobs. Right. <laughs> and then you got this opportunity that someone kind of, you know, you, you took a couple courses and you got intrigued about it. You shadowed the person and they were like, hey, there was actually, what, two jobs that went up. One, they were like, hey, we're going to decline you for this one, but go for this one, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay. Like, you know, <laughs> again, I'm just leaping out here on faith. Yeah. And at the end of the day, if I don't get it, I still have a job and I've heard no a thousand times. So eh, whatever. And I was yeah. like, go for it. Like, what, what's the worst they can say? You've already heard it, you know, and you got it. I know. And it's the same tier as if you were to continue in your department. Yes. What the next level would be. Mm -hmm. So, you know, to me, that's a promotion. To me, that's a step up. It's just yeah. in a different field, which you were getting bored with your field anyway. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's that's a really cool story of never giving up. And, mm -hmm. you know, when things feel like there's no there's no achievement or there's no next step for you. Yeah. Maybe you need to look outside the box or you need to, you know, instead of having that microscope view, you need to have that telescope view and look at the bigger picture and be like, that's really good. I'm so focused on just this one Avenue. But when I zoom out on Google maps, there's so many other X, Y's and Z's in order to get there. But I've been only focused on, you know, the why, you know, why I went for this position. Someone else pointed it out to me. They're like, Hey, go to this open house for, this position and i was like Ugh, okay fine and then i went and sometimes you don't see it in yourself and other people have to point it out for you yeah of like me i'm still in imposter syndrome like i can't do this job but then why did they hire me like i keep telling myself that but like they saw it for me before I saw it for myself. Right. And a lot of times, speaking as a manager now, you want to hire somebody that may not check all the boxes, uh -huh. but just by their personality and what they are, their work ethic and what they're capable of, you know you can take that person. This is the topic that you were talking about that I wanted to talk about. Oh, is this it? That <sighs> you can take that person and you can mold them and they bring okay so they bring the horsepower to the table you know if whether it's a road race or a drag race you know whether they're t making turns or they're going straight down a line the person's strong they got the horsepower you just have to now build them up to say hey you're a drag racer or you're a road racer does that yeah. make any sense yeah and so they look at you and go this girl's coming with everything that we're looking for she may not have the experience or you know she's taking the courses and the certifications that she understands kind of the idea of what's going on here yeah but what they ask for when you went for this job they asked for all your reviews and they asked yeah. for all your manager you know um notes and things of all yep. your quarterlies and all that kind of stuff so everything is raving about you that they're like this is the type of person that we want because we can now mold her into this exact role yes and so not when we go for jobs and we go for things in life, yes, we usually talk ourselves out of it because we look at our own qualifications mm. and we discount ourselves automatically. Oh, yeah. And, and we go, wow, why would I even apply for that? Because they're never going to take two looks at me, you know, where 
you never know because they might be like, hey, this person's got really good character, really good morals. They're smart. You know, they have the ambition. They have the drive. All we need to do is let them be familiar, which might take a couple weeks or to a month, a couple months of knowing the systems and things like that. But once yeah. all that falls into place, this person is going to be a rock star. And that's what I need uh-huh. because somebody who may have knowledge and all that kind of shit that goes with the job or say they're moving from another company or whatever, they may be bringing bad habits. They may yeah. be bringing you know, toxic things that they were taught or cultivated over uh-huh. there to the department. And they're like, no, no, no. Just because you know how to do the job, that makes you unqualified because I don't want that. Mm-hmm. I want somebody that's going to be bright and a shining light and has really good morals. And I, then yep. I'll build them up. Yeah. And that was kind of the topic because I think as an individual, no matter if it's a career or like you want to make a change in your life, you have to be a lifelong learner and like be willing to start things, be a self-starter. That's kind of where it is of like, I don't know like the program that I'm going to be using, but what did I do on Friday? Like I made sure I had enough time to like research it and like take a couple courses and all this kind of stuff people want to see that type of like self-starter like i don't know it but i will yeah you kind of type of thing you humble yourself yeah that's a big thing it's not having that chip on your shoulder either oh yeah you know a lot of people come to an interview with hey i know it all i'm a slam dunk hire me Uh uh-huh and like with that attitude right and that ego and other people come with humility and they're like, this is what I can bring. Yeah. This is what I'm willing to do in order to help you. It's like basically what I did. Right. And I it, was like, I don't know this, but what I do know is that I will be a, like, I am yeah. a lifelong learner. Right. I'm a self-starter. Like, I'm driven to get things done, but I also don't know some of these things, but I'm very quick when it comes to everything right Right. like people underestimate themselves and they're like well i'm just i'm good at this so i'll just stay at this like but why wouldn't you step outside of your comfort zone and try something new because you never know if it's going to light that purpose and that desire in you to do everything that God put you on this earth for. Yep. Like so many times we discredit ourselves. Like if God didn't put it in that little nugget in your brain, then like I just get so like irritated when people are like, I can't do that. And I was like, you thought about it though. So God obviously put that in your mind for you to live that purpose out. So why are you not doing it? Right. Fear. Well, yeah, but. Yeah. And anyways, I can go on a rampage rampage about that. As you were just talking, this whole (laughs) idea, you know, is something that I've been kind of thinking about lately because there's such a movement right now. I feel like we've talked about this before, but anyway, there's such a movement right now of entrepreneurship. Yes. Okay. And that's like. You're never going to succeed in life. You're never going to have this, this, and this if you're not an entrepreneur. If that, if your name's not on the company, if you're, you know, not the CEO or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, 
in the grand scheme of success, you're going to be a failure. What I what I've yeah. really been diving into is entrepreneurship. There is nothing wrong with working in a company. Yeah, we did talk about this, but right? it's good reminder for everyone. Right, because there's such a movement right now of just you need to quit your day job, go out, start something on your own. You need to be five to 10 years of being poor, living out of a cardboard box to have a story <laughs> and to then, you know, take off and, you know, yada, 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 right? Yeah. Why? Why Why can't we celebrate the idea that, yes, I work for X, Y, and Z, you know, blah, blah, blah company. Uh-huh. But you know what? I w- I started in the mailroom, then went to like the call center, then went to... I don't know, whatever the next step up from there. And then I work my way up and now I have that corner office job. Yeah. And you know what? I fulfill every dream that I have. I live comfortably. I'm there to lead a team and fulfill others. And at the end of the day, I'm not writing the paychecks. I get paid, but you know, I'm within this company. I'm a pivotal point. I'm, you know, a rock. I'm important to them. Yeah. But don't sell yourself for the man. Right. Well, you have to walk that line, right? And that's where humility, humble, like morals, you know, where is your compass at? That whole thing, right? And sometimes you do have to say no. Sometimes they just don't align. But that kind of comes from leadership above you. So getting in, in line with a good company, right? But if you can do that, there is no shame in that. No, not at all. And like, I, I obviously like, I'm on the like, I teeter when it comes to this because yes, like obviously I have my full time job, but I also have a side hustle. Have my business. Yeah, I wouldn't call it a side hustle, but it's very much like in depth of like everything that I want to do. But I think why I started it, and someone asked me once, like, why did you start? Like, it sounds ridiculous that you started something dur- during a pandemic. And I was like, well, I saw that people needed a outlet to work out. And I saw the problem and I solved it. And I wanted to help them during that time of need. And then it just escalated into what it is today and doing challenges and doing all of these different things that why wouldn't I do that? I do it in my nine to five of solving problems and helping other people. Why wouldn't I take that into every little thing that I do? And sometimes something like, let's use peak driven. Yeah. Something that started out as a passion project, Mm -hmm. right? You continually, and I didn't mean to offend you by saying it a side hustle, but you know, we live in kind of like a gig economy where people have their hands in different things and they have multiple streams of income, which is good. But as soon as you make the thing that you started because of a passion Mm -hmm. your priority, it can easily become resented and you can start to hate it because now it's no longer there as an outlet of, I get to, I get to dance and have fun and, you know, I'm, I'm working out at the same time and I get to see the smiles on these Mm. beautiful faces and the people I'm touching and the challenges and things that I do. Yeah. It's an outlet for me outside of my nine to five. Okay, mm-hmm. now I make that and I do the leap and I, I'm quitting the daytime job and this is what I'm going to be focusing on. Now, it's this is my only source of income. Now I'm going to look at this different. This thing oh, is no yeah. longer a passion project. This thing is like, 
you know, sink or float, like I need this to work. And am I going to start running this like a business? Am I going to be there to connect with these people on a friendship? I actually truly care about you. Or am I going to grow it to the point where you're just a number and I'm just trying to survive because I need a paycheck now? I never wanted to become that. That's right. the thing. But some you see companies do that where it's small and it's fun. And then all of a sudden, like they call it selling out, right? They, you know, yeah. they kind of go whatever and they get too big for their britches real fast and you're like wow this isn't the same as what it was yeah. or like i'd know, love the small connections krista's untouchable now because she hired coaches and now i have to go through a coach i can't talk to krista anymore <laughs> where i'm like i like to keep it small right. because one that fits with my daily life but also too like i can connect with every single person that signs up for my class i have a i have a limit of how many people can sign up for my class i have a limit for how many people can do the challenge because i personally know that i can't stretch my like i know my limit and i don't want josh to get like my leftovers so i know that i give so much to my job I know I have to do all these like classes and do challenges and serve other people, but I have a limit. Like I'm not freaking superwoman, And mm-hmm. like at some point I'm going to have to c- scale down some of my classes because I physically cannot do everything and like anything. Like now, if I-, I had like pre-workout running through my veins, yeah. Heck yeah, I could probably do it all. But do I want to? Do I want to enjoy my life? Do I want to go travel? Because I only have this life. I want to do those things. Now, some people are going to argue with me. They're going to be like, well, Josh, then how do you expect to grow anything? Or, you know, what do you say about these companies that, you know, do have that type of structure, that kind of stuff? Well, they're, you know, if you were to go into, say, Peak Driven, if we wanted it to be a multi-tier uh, type coaching and, and yeah. dance fitness style where we would hire trainers and things like that, then that probably would have been the model from the get-go where, okay, I want four or five trainers. Which we still can. Right. But a lot of people have made that connection with you. Yeah. You know, and so you have this very intimate type setting in like business. Yeah. Where... It would have to be like if I hired someone to be a like coach and like instructor... They have to be, like, I have to mesh so well with them. Right. And I would have to vet them so much to be able to come aboard. Right. Because, like, I'm not going to, like, leave all these women high and dry of, like, sorry, I'm not available anymore. I'm just, you know, put me on a pedestal. Like, I'm, I'm just not about that. And people are willing to, like do that and like fantastic i know people that have grown their business to like two hundred thousand dollars like a year congratulations like that is wonderful do i envy you yeah a little bit but i'm not willing i'm a control freak if you can't tell i'm not willing to like place the women that i made a connection with in someone else's hands right now right right now let's just put that out there but if the right person comes along, I may hire them. Sure. But the and co- I thought about hiring someone. Uh, Remember that? Yeah. And then they, they were like, no, I can't do it. I'm like, okay, I don't want you then. Right. Sorry. But not like, sorry. They have to like, 
eat, sleep, and breathe the same culture and, yeah. and everything that we have. Exactly. Yeah. You have to live your life the way I do. You want to be a nomad with me? Let's do it, y'all. Let's do it. No. This wine's good. I know. Very relaxing we... after cleaning all day. Uh, okay, but cleaning to me, like... No, it sucks. Don't even go down that road. I... It <laughs> is a... Shit-ack. It is a stress reliever. And then once you, like, light that candle, put that diffuser on, spray the room with whatever kind of, like you want to and sit back and just like oh great this will last a week but i love it you know it's just rewarding. with a dog like a day two days bro it, <laughs> like i vacuumed the couch yeah on should be friday daily. i'm gonna invent... it's already freaking dirty bro i'm gonna invent a roomba for furniture how i don't know it's gotta be out there we're gonna we patent that Roombas for furniture. Think about that, or like a sofa cushion that revolves, like it, like kind of okay. like um, you know what I mean? Like every day it changes. Does that make it like kind of like ticker tape? Like it would be like, and then like you know it would self clean the portion that's underneath the cushion, and then that's you'd have wild. a new top layer. Okay, like, think about. Remember, it. okay, Josh and I had this conversation years ago. I'm like, we have to patent this how you know how you have air fresheners in your car yeah mercedes already does it so we're screwed okay no 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 air fresheners it like in your house for your vents we thought about this oh yeah years ago because right. we go to lowe's yankee air... candle mother they have air vent things that you put in your grate yes with the you filter. put them in your vent and i'm like those sons of guns and you know what i started this back in 89 but putting dryer sheets <laughs> yes in my air filters yes people thought i was nuts they're like oh that smells like snuggy fresh yeah, you no put shit. the um <laughs> you put the um freshener thingies in the um vacuum too yeah i do it's my little trick yeah and it works. I know. So we were like, we're going to patent that. That's going to be the next big thing. Yeah. Well, they, yeah. we lost out. And also the car <laughs> manufacturers like Mercedes, Bentley, Rolls Royce, they actually yes. have fragrances. Built in. Right. So you can get like Tommy Hilfinger fragrance or you can get like YSL fragrances. Say that fragrances. again. Tommy what? Hilfinger. What is it? Did I say it wrong? Have I been saying it wrong for <laughs> 30 years? But what I'm is it? Pretty sure that doesn't sound right. Tommy Hilfiger, figure, finger, not finger, no finger, finger. Anyway, figure. We're here for comic relief too. Whatever by the that way, name is. But anyway, <laughs> yes, you can get different fragrances. That's like that's like next level bougie. That'd be awesome. Yo, I want it. And I've been trying out the guess. Is it guess? No, Gucci uh, perfume. Mm -hmm. i love it i may switch okay but also too like if i'm not going down this road never mind i'm not doing it don't go into all the satanism of all the uh yes okay luxury brands yeah okay anyway that's a different yeah. podcast meet us on peak driven after dark for those types <laughs> of talks bring your tinfoil hat I said that to um, my current team. I was like, put your tinfoil hat on because the only reason the Chiefs won the Super Bowl is because they played in the State Farm Stadium. And okay. Mahomes and Patrick is Mahomes is like a um, spokesperson for State Farm. And it was it's all rigged anyways. That's why I don't watch sports anymore because truly it, 
it is rigged. Yeah. In my personal opinion. And a lot of other you want to talk hatters. about <laughs> you want to talk about like conspiracy and and um in Formula One racing, money talks. You know, so it's they even just worse. released all like the um Netflix like titles for every episode. Yeah. Well that's like my boy Danny, I swear he drew the short stick with that title. What? It's like um nice guys finish last. Oh. Bro. Who's laughing now though? Third drive third seat for Red Bull, he's back home. Yeah. He's good. And um mclaren like cut his contract short so homeboy is gonna be getting a lot of money so yeah jokes on you homie 2026 porsche potentially they said that last year let's hope we can keep hoping it's gonna be awesome it is are you done yeah okay wonderful i think the the listeners are done yeah they're done customers 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 are done too listeners are done as well so Uh, thank you so much for tuning in we appreciate y'all um if you want to change your lifestyle for good you can join the march challenge with me it starts on march 6th registration is open it is out there on our website www.peakdrivenllc.com and it's for all women okay i'm just putting that out there um Anyone that wants simple steps to create a lasting lifestyle change, I lost seven pounds in my last challenge. I do it with everyone, so. Well, you should. Exactly. Um, if you want to join that or if you want to find out what's new and happening in um, our lives, you can text us, message us. Um, just kidding kind of you might get a response new phone who dis <laughs> no but if this really resonated of never giving up and really taking that leap of faith um please share it with someone share it on your social media we we grow by other people sharing our show thank you monica so we appreciate you so so much um until next time Watch out for balloons and train derailments. Stop it. Put your tinfoil hat on. Love you guys. Thank you. Love ya. Bye.